Hello and welcome to Embolden the Podcast. I'm your host, Jess Carreri. I'm a cyclical living mentor passionate about empowering women to connect to the magic and wisdom of their menstrual cycle and intuition. I'm here to bring you conversations that embolden you to live intuitively and in alignment with your cycle so you can be your best, feel your best, and live your best life. If you are ready for some juicy downloads, inspiring conversations, and aha moments, you are in the right place. Thank you so much for being with me today, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, my love. I am so happy to be bringing you a guest interview this week. I feel like for a little while now, the episodes of Embolden have been solo, which I do love and you guys say you love as well. But to give you a break from just me rambling by myself, I have brought on someone to ramble with me and I am so blessed to be joined today by the incredible Sophia Rose Bernardi. She's a mindset and business coach and we connected on Instagram and really hit it off. I love her energy and all the things she talks about. But before we dive into this interview, let me introduce you to Sophia. Voted as one of the top 30 coaches to look out for in 2021 by the New York City Journal, Sophia Rose Bernardi is a mindset and business coach helping new and rising coaches master their mindset, create an aligned and profitable strategy, and grow a six-figure business using the rising coach method. Sophia has built a multi-six-figure business at the age of 24 and credits her journey to the discovery of the power of the mind and the process she journeyed in her late teens and early 20s of overcoming her own personal trauma to recognize her greatness and potential. We love to see that. Sophia now helps people cultivate confidence through the power of mindset and scale to 10k plus months in their business. This was such a delightful conversation and we had so much fun. I know you're going to get so much out of this. So without further ado, Sophia Rose Bernardi. Welcome, beautiful Sophia, to Embolden the Podcast. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We have had the funniest and possibly longest like journey to actually sit here. Um, <laughs> for those of you that missed my stories, whenever this goes live, it was on Monday, the 6th of June, <laughs> I think, I believe. We sat down to do a, this episode and as we were getting into it, the lawnmowers showed up at my house and we're so, so loud. And so we've had to reshuffle, but we're finally here. And I'm so excited to be able to dive into this conversation. <laughs> yes, me too. That was, yeah, that was definitely a journey, but we are here. That's all that matters. Exactly. It was a comedy of errors, but we've made it. We've arrived. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Well, for those of you who for those of my audience, I should say, that have no idea who you are, maybe have never entered your space, I'd love for you to share a little bit about yourself because your story is really inspiring and so interesting. I was reading like all about it and just going, oh my 
God, this girl is insane in the best possible way. So if you would be so gracious as to share with us a little bit about yourself and your story, that would be Mm -hmm. fantastic. Absolutely. So my name is Sophia. I live in Adelaide, South Australia, and I am a mindset and business coach for new and rising coaches. So I'm really helping them to create, build and grow their business all the way to six figures and beyond. Um, But that is absolutely not where I started. I started this entire journey, um, I guess, if we go right back to where things really shifted in my life, it was when I was about 16 years old, I actually found out my dad had a gambling addiction and that just completely broke my family into a million pieces, as I'm sure you can imagine, mm-hmm. um, in many different ways. And it actually resulted in um, my mum and dad obviously wanting to separate just for safety <laughs> reasons and mm-hmm. um emotionally as well and things like that and my mum is Danish from Denmark and she wanted to be back close with her family so at age 16 um, very suddenly we actually packed the bag each and we moved to Denmark and that definitely was a turn of events in my life that really shifted things because I went from you know being you know, really popular in school and like having all of these friends and all I care about is my social life and having what I thought was a very normal life to all of a sudden being in a new climate, culture, country, Mm. not being able to speak the language and navigating all of this family stuff as well, which was really, really challenging. And, you know, for many years, it wasn't all challenging in Denmark. Like I've got some of my greatest friends there to this day. I love Denmark. It's my second home. You know, I'm half Danish. Mm. Um, I've got beautiful family there and everything, but obviously due to the circumstances, it was a challenging period of time. I lived there for about four years and graduated school there. Um, But it brought up a lot of emotion for me. I blamed my dad. I blamed, you know, so many people. And I was just had all of this emotion bottled up in me, low self-worth. And um, it was really challenging to navigate. And I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. Like I was just this confused, unhappy mess. Um, And fast track a little bit. I decided to move back to Australia once I graduated, thinking that all of my problems would be solved by moving. Unfortunately, that does not happen, just if anyone's considering moving. (laughs) Um, And that made me even more upset. And, you know, then I went through a breakup and all of these things. And it really forced me to have to work on myself because I just had no tools um, or resources on how to feel good. And I couldn't stand the way I was feeling. And I ended up coming across Tony Robbins uh, on YouTube. I was one day searching how to be happy on YouTube and I found one of his speeches and he said something that completely changed my life. He said, life is not happening to you, it's happening for you. And that just completely changed the game for me because I had been living up until that moment as such a victim. It was everyone else's fault why my life was the way it was and I didn't think I could do anything to change it, but that particular quote just completely flipped things for me. And fast forward a bit, I started doing all of this inner work, completely transformed my mindset. And through that, I decided, wow, this is what I want to do. I want to help people um, with what I've just been through. So I became a mindset coach, you know, got a coach to help me. And the business grew so quickly, very gratefully, because I invested a lot in myself and really showed up. 
that then I started to attract coaches asking me how I did that. And that's how I then got into business coaching. So that's kind of the story in a nutshell. Obviously, there's a lot in between, but that's really how I got to what I'm doing now. <laughs> that's incredible. What an in, what an amazing story. And I love that you gave so much contact context. And thank you for being so vulnerable and sharing because I think especially in the business space and coaching space, there's a lot of like emphasis on the destination or on the results, right? And I think sometimes we can forget that there's very real stories and journeys to get to that success, like quote unquote success. So thank you for sharing that. And I just like for all of that to happen at such a young age, that must have been so incredibly hard and yeah, just like go you for being able to take that and transmute it and get where you are right now. It's just incredible. Also that quote, the life is happening for you, not to you is one of my favorite quotes. I have to remind myself of that all the time. And I think that's such a valuable thing for everyone to remember because it is so easy to fall into that. Like, why is this happening? Why me? And the victim mentality is, is very Like, I think for me anyway, it was a very comfortable space to be in. I felt very comfortable in there. So like, thank you for sharing that because it's so helpful. Um, So you started your coaching business and it took off, as you said, and it's continuing to take off. It's doing amazingly. I love that you talk about energetics and mindset in business. Because that's, Mm -hmm. I feel, where I love to play in the space of like mindset, energetics. I love it. I love the structure. I love the like actual tangible things. But I think that sometimes we can neglect that side of things. Would you share a little bit about how for anyone listening, most of the women listening to this podcast are interested in like spirituality and, and energetics in, you know, everyday life. But in relation to business, how does that translate like how does that yeah (laughs) yeah 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 that's such a good question because when I first started my business it's not like it just absolutely worked from day one right like I experienced every challenge possible and I think that's why I'm able to help new coaches so much because I really get it I really experienced every breakdown every fear every doubt for long periods of time um and yeah when I first started I very much thought it's the the strategy I need tell me step-by-step, word-for-word what to do, and I'll do it. You know, I'm a huge action taker, right? Like, just tell me Mm -hmm. what to do. And sure, I would get results, but not consistently, not in a way that really felt aligned and really good and sustainable, but I just, it's all I knew. I was taught by this one person, this is what you do, so I was just doing it, and I I did, you know, I, I really did it. And like I said, it did generate results, but I wasn't, understanding why I was doing it I wasn't feeling always great in the approach and all that sort of stuff and I just wanted more I wanted better results I wanted more sustainable results and that led me to seeking out more feminine coaches um, that I resonated with because I just started to not resonate with this rigid 
extremely masculine approach. It serves a purpose. Like you mm. said, systems, structures, automations, absolutely love that. Like I need that in my life. I actually believe it's systems and structures that allows you to flow and create more, right? So absolutely. I'm all about it. Yeah. But there was just this misalignment piece here. And so I somehow came across more feminine, soul-led business coaches and, and saw that they were succeeding equally as much or even more in some cases and I was like wow okay so this way of doing things works I want to know how and I didn't know what energetics was but I hired another coach and I started to learn about energetics and it absolutely like I saw instant results it was mind-blowing like the power of energetics when you really understand what it is and how to really embody that into your everyday life like you said it's not just business right it actually like how you do one thing really Mm. um it's how you do many many things so um I I learned my biggest learning around energetics that again took a while for me to fully understand but once I got it it just changed the game and that was that um it's not what you're doing it's who you're being. And Mm. that just blew me away. Like I get goosebumps just saying it out loud to you because before I was like, do, do, do. And now I was like, no, but who are you being as you're doing those things? And where is like, where is the, what to do coming from in the first place? And so I started listening to my body. I started moving my body. I started, um, trusting myself and again it's a practice and this is why you should have a coach and do this work consistently um but it was through doing that work that I honestly I jumped I went from inconsistent 4k months straight like I jumped and I went straight to 20k months and haven't looked back and that is so not just strategy that is the energetics piece so you I really believe like the the process or the framework that I teach my clients is a combination of your mindset, strategy and energy, because I really think one without the other is such a disservice. So look, they're all important, but I think, yeah, if you miss one of those pieces, it's really, you can get yourself stuck in a trap. So to answer your question, like it plays such a huge role because now I'm, I'm never making decisions based on what I quote unquote should do or what someone said to do. I really am coming from this place of what I want to do, what feels aligned for me. And when I make a decision from that place and also from the place of not where I'm at and how I'm feeling now, but where I want to be, um, that really is supportive as well. So for example, let's say my goal is to become a million dollar coach how would that version of me show up? How would that version of me make decisions, right? Because if I make decisions from where I'm at now, that might be a little bit more fearful, a little bit more scarce potentially. And then it's going to be really challenging to actually embody and step into that new version of yourself. You know, like, I'm not sure if you've experienced this, but you hear people say so often, like, when I get there, then I'll do this. Or when I get there, I'll feel this and whatever. And it's like, no, it's the other way around. And if you can get that, that's what allows you to truly leap, right? Yeah, exactly. And I loved, like, when you said, it's not about what you're doing, it's who you're being. I just was like, oh my God. (laughs) Because I feel like I always think about it's not what you're doing, it's why you're doing it or like how you're doing it. But then to think of like, okay, yes, those things are also important, but who are you being while you're doing those things? And I think that applies like if 
there's people listening that don't have a business or that's not part of their journey. Like that. that still applies to so many things. It's like, who are you being even when you're like talking to your partner or like doing mm-hmm. stuff around the house, you know, it's, that's so powerful. And like, <laughs> and like you, you know, when people do like all these fancy morning routines, like they'll meditate, they'll journal, yeah. they'll exercise, they'll do these things. Those mm-hmm. things are amazing. Absolutely. Like life-changing. I do them as well, but there was a point in my life where I was doing them to tick them off a checklist. I was doing them because yeah. that's what you should do. And that's what makes you a good person. And that's, you know, what every book under the planet, like tells you <laughs> to do, right. And it's like, but the energy behind that was that because I need to do it, like I just need to check it off and complete it. Whereas I could probably do half the amount of those things, but just mm-hmm. with presence and with intentionality to actually feel different and to move somewhere differently. And the result will be very, very different. And I say this to my clients all the time when they get stuck in this, like I could give you word for word what to say and do. And I absolutely do that, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I provide that. But if you do that alone and you choose not to focus on mindset and energetics because you just want to know step-by-step what to do, you could do the exact same thing as me and still get a different result. That is how powerful your thoughts are and your energy um, is. So, Mm. and I see it, like when I don't do that work, when I'm in the middle of a launch, I'm telling you, I get a different outcome if I don't stay on top of the thoughts and fears that, that come my way. So it's, uh, it's powerful stuff. It can be a little bit hard to understand and grasp, but once you do, like if people are looking for a secret, that's it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I think it's interesting specifically also in business. I remember when I first started out, I just wanted the template. I was like, tell me exactly what to do, when to do it, what to say, who to say it to, what platforms to use. And like, I found, like I did my research and I found that, but my like breakthroughs happened when I hired a business coach that also had the mindset and energetics backing and was like, mm-hmm. babe, you need the structure and organization, but it's nothing without this mindset shift. I wanted to touch back on something you said that also just made my body like go, oh, <laughs> when you were like, um, like making decisions from the place of like the future you or the kind of person you desire to be. And Mm. that's really interesting because I've thought about that in terms of like habits. It's like, okay, well, who do I want to become? What would that version of me do? Like, am I, is that version of me that has this thing or is it that level? Would they still be doing this thing every day or saying this to this person, etc. So to think of it in business, that's so it's so interesting how it's also connected, but I feel like we have the tendency, or I guess I do anyway, I can't speak for everyone, to like put things into boxes, be like, well, that's business, that's relationships, that's like social life. It's all connected. And I it just find it is. so fascinating. <laughs> Yeah, like it totally is. And that's the thing with energy is like there's energy in everything, like the tea mug that we're both holding right now, like our computer, our bodies, Mm -hmm. like money, right? Everyone has these stories about money, right? Like this is such a perfect example to explain energetics. Some people have a story around money that money is the root of all evil. It's this horrible thing. It's hard to come by. It's 
it's hard to keep you know and then some people will be like there's enough for everyone money is abundance money equals freedom money is a, the greatest gift ever like which one's correct like which one's mm. right like neither of them because it's just energy so what that really tells you is that like like really all money is obviously dependent um on your currency it's just paper right or plastic wherever you live like it's just paper. If you just saw a normal notepad in front of you, you would not be creating the same kind of stories around it, right? Mm. But it's physically like the same thing. And so that just goes to show you that what's really dictating the outcomes in our life is our own thoughts, our own stories about things. You can choose to make money bad and evil and a problem and difficult, or you can choose for it to be abundant and life-changing and Uh, powerful right like you choose and the question I just want everyone to ask themselves is like what story serves you more like which Mm. story actually is going to support you to become the version of yourself that you truly desire to become right and for me it's so simple like for example I, I shared earlier in my story my dad had a gambling addiction you best believe I developed some stories around money after that Mm. I Um, had stories like money ruins families um, and it's hard to keep and it causes problems Um, and I had such a challenging mentality around money like I would cry if I had to spend five dollars at some point because not because I didn't have money in fact I worked really hard across multiple jobs like since I was 16 or even earlier babysitting actually Um, I've always actually had money but my dad borrowed my money and never gave it back and like Mm. I I have experiences of losing it all after working really hard for it and I I watched what money did to my family and so I developed all of these stories and so even when I had money like giving it away and spending it was such a hard thing for me to do Um, but of course I've significantly shifted that now I spend thousands of dollars every single month on just mentorship right um and I it was that that wasn't an easy thing um so I really resonate when people are fearful of investing because like I get it like my very first investment was Tony Robbins um Unleash the Power Within four-day event and it was $997 and I had the money and more I kid you not I ignored their sales calls like seven times like I just was petrified of letting it go but it absolutely changed my life I'm so glad I did it it changed my life so fundamentally I don't think I would be doing this if it wasn't for that and do you know what it wasn't even because of that event it was just my first investment that I I committed to I went all in on and I took action from you know so Mm. it's not that that's the only thing to do to change your life you could get you know any coach that resonates with you any program or seminar but that was just the thing that I knew of at the time and I that resonated with me and it was super powerful in fact everything I learned there you know I teach my clients now and they can have that same breakthrough but for me at my at that point in my life that's what I totally needed and so now I invest so freely but Um, I had to change my stories, right? Because money itself didn't actually change, but my stories did. And therefore, so did my results. Like there's nothing I love more now than contributing and giving. Like I Mm. can give so freely now 
And I've just completely transformed my mentality. And that's really the power of energetics is like, what stories are you giving about men, about money, about business? Like, are you telling yourself it's hard and it's not possible and you're not ready and you're not made for it? Or are you telling yourself that if Jess can do it, then so can I? Because that mentality is like way more powerful, right? Than telling yourself that only one of us can succeed. Like that is so bullshit. I used to think that because there were already so many business coaches, there's no way someone would pick me. But I have people that pick me over my coach who's like a million dollar business owner now because they just resonate with my style or my energy more. And it's like, yeah, realizing that um, that there's no competition here. There's just collaboration, just like you and I are doing right now. It feels good, right? Like yeah. I'm getting to know your audience. You're going to get to know my audience. And there will be people in my audience that absolutely have been looking for someone like you this whole time. And it's going to change their world and potentially vice versa. And how beautiful is it that we can come together and really mm. support each other through that rather than like having these stories that you have to do it all on your own and there's only one of us that can succeed. Like that is so wrong in my it's mind. It's so, so old like mentality. And yeah. it's it, like community and co- collaboration over competition has been something that I've like in my journey, not even just within business, but definitely also within business has been very present. And like what you said before of, the stories was really interesting to me because I remember looking up to certain coaches and I was like, oh, well, they're already doing that. So like, I can't do that. (laughs) Or I was like, oh, they're already at this level. So like, I'm, I should be at that level already. And then I remember like getting to know that person that I was looking up to more and learning more about their story and going, they've been doing this for like 10 years longer than I have. And they've been like doing this, this, and this. like, I'm actually in the exact right place in my life right now. I can't compare, you know, and you can't, you can't compare where you are to someone else because you never know their story, their full story, what they've had to go through to get there, what's happened, you know, what they've invested in, what opportunities they have or haven't had, et cetera. So it's really interesting to look at it that way of like, I started shifting and this was really an energetic shift of like, I can look at these people as proof that it's like, I can't do it because it's already been done. Or I can look at them as proof of what's possible for me. And I can Mm -hmm. look at it as like, oh, this is actually expanding me and making me see like, oh fuck. Yeah, I can do it. Like that's a thing that is possible. And if they can do it, I can do it rather than be like, oh, well, that can't happen. That happened for them because of this, this, and this, and this is why it can't happen for me or they're better than me for some reason or whatever or, you know, and it doesn't, and what you said before of like what story is serving you, like Mm -hmm. that story is not serving anyone. And if it is, I don't know how, (laughs) but you know what I mean? Like I feel like we tell ourselves all these stories, but we don't have all of the time the awareness of is this actually benefiting me or is it just something that's on replay because I've been hearing it society yeah and like actually I just want to touch on that because actually every story we do have is serving us but some are serving us negatively and some 
serving us positively because really like there's a reason we have those stories so for example all those money stories I had really what my if I'm being honest what my brain was really doing was just trying to protect myself from Mm -hmm. feeling that feeling again of losing money or being hurt or being um you know whatever like Mm. so it did serve a purpose that's why my brain clung onto the story to begin with but you what you and this is where you need a coach typically because you just don't know what you don't know you can't see what you can't see it's usually really deep and subconscious right I didn't know this stuff it's very easy for me to say now only because I'm on the other side of it though but in the moment all I knew was that no money is a problem money is scarce hold on to it for dear life like I wasn't being like, oh, I'm just doing that to protect myself. Like that was totally subconscious, right? Yeah. It's only through doing this work that I can be like, oh, that's why I was doing what I was doing. So it totally served a purpose, but it it wasn't serving me to get to where I, I said I wanted to go, right? Yes. Like, you know, it was all it was doing was keeping me exactly where I am now or where I was, sorry, Um but your brain wants that. Your brain doesn't want you to get out of your comfort zone. It doesn't want you to change and do big and bold things. Our brain is literally designed to keep us safe and it doesn't care about whether we're happy or not. So you have to catch yourself. You have to be like, you almost have to not trust your brain at times when fear creeps in because um, you have to just really know when the fear is actually necessary. Like, is there a tiger coming that's going to change me? Or like, Am I just scared because like this actually might allow me to live my best life, you know, and you have to really know the difference. And so now, you know, fear is still present for me. It still comes up all the time, but now I just don't give it the same kind of attention that I used to because I understand why Mm. it's coming up now. I get what my brain's doing and I have that conversation with my brain. I'm like, thank you. I know what you're doing and just trying to keep me safe. It's very lovely of you, but I don't (laughs) actually need you. So I'm just going to go do my thing now. And I just freaking do it. (laughs) Yeah. And like, that's such a beautiful, we're on the same wavelength. Like you literally just said a quote that I was about to say of like, your brain is designed to keep you safe, not happy. And like your brain has the, you have the capacity to be happy, even though our brains are wired for safety. Right. But it's so fascinating and so beautiful that you said, um, of course you had those money stories because your beautiful brain was just trying to keep little you safe from a very Mm -hmm. real thing that happened. And like, that's not something that you could ever or should ever look at and be like, oh, like stupid brain. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's an incredible thing. Like it was a traumatizing experience and our brain doesn't want us to feel that Mm. because it just is like this red flag and sign of danger, right? Um, Because that's, you know, that's how my body responded to it. But yeah, with the awareness that this deep inner work, you can kind of see the bigger picture that my dad wasn't doing that because he's some evil person, you know, he's hurting too right and just like it wasn't intentional it wasn't out there to get me I know he absolutely loves me and my family and he would be hurting more than anyone out of this entire situation because to have done those things said those things felt those things in the first place you have to be in a pretty you know desperate or challenging place right and so instead of being like I hate him I blame him he ruined my life instead of it's like 
I actually feel for him and I love him. That doesn't mean you tolerate behavior, you indulge in it or accept certain behavior. Like I don't have to then deal with that and have that in my life, but I can at least send love from a distance and then I'm free. So a a process I really teach all my clients is, you know, this forgiveness process where you have to be willing to forgive yourself and others. If you can't forgive other people, then it's like being tied to a chain, which is tied to a pole and you just can't move forwards. Mm. Like, and that's exactly how I felt before doing this work. I just, I truly like for some people that quote that life is happening for you is just so common sense to people. But for me, truthfully, before hearing that, I had no evidence that life was happening for me. I wasn't able to see that. All I saw was I was living my normal life and then all of a sudden it was ripped away from me and nothing was ever the same again. Like mm-hmm. to go from having all these friends in beautiful Australia and not even knowing that problems really exist um, to like, I've got a month to leave and I could only take a suitcase with me. We had no home. My mum was going through a divorce. We had no money. She had no job. And she was like trying to look after three confused, unhappy kids whilst processing that. I just don't even know how she did it. She's the strongest person I've ever met. And, you know, like that's a lot to take on board. And I didn't realise it in the moment actually, but it's when I take a step back and I look at, why I behaved certain ways, why I felt certain things, what led me to make certain decisions. It all just makes sense now. There's always a reason why we do or don't do certain things. And so, um, but because I've been able to forgive people, um, it allowed me to, that quote just showed me that, oh, I don't have to follow this path I've been put on. I can just walk another path. Like it can change because you know, going back to talking about how we learn these stories from society, all I had ever heard was if they're, if you're in a problematic family, the chances of you succeeding and being happy is very minimal. That's all I was ever told. I was like, if you've got, you know, parents that struggle, then you're going to struggle. Like mm. if there's addiction in the family, you're going to have an addiction. So I just like had these beliefs that like my life is screwed up now because of the, like the consequences of someone else's decisions. And so I just, I just believed that. And so I didn't bother striving for anything. I didn't bother to grow or move towards because I just thought, well, this is it. This is as good as it gets now. There's nothing I can do about it. But what that quote and this work and that speech did for me was just like, oh, because Tony, if you, if you know Tony Robbins, I don't follow him that closely anymore, but he was really great for me at that point in my life. Like, his story was his mum was um, an alcoholic and he had like five different dads and he was a janitor and worked all these jobs and had no money and was on the streets at one point and really overweight. And then I was, I was watching um, him on YouTube doing a TED talk and he's like a multimillionaire and um, super happy and in a beautiful marriage and really successful and helping people around the world. And he was the first living proof I had that you can be in this place and then move to this place. And I didn't have evidence of that until that moment. And that's when I realized, oh, if he can do it, maybe I can too. And that was what was so beautiful about it all. Mm, And it's like you get to decide almost what defines you rather than just be like, well, this happened, so this is now. 
And I, I do like want to also preface, like there are definitely things that are easier to just move through than, oh. you know, however, like, yeah, it's, it's so interesting. And just the way you explain that, I really am grateful for, because I think there's a risk in this space of talking about mindset and energetics. That's very like almost throwaway of like, that's fine. Just get over it and just do this and like, whatever. But yeah, the way no. you, yeah, the way you bring such integrity to it and like, yeah, compassion for yourself and acceptance of your own brain that like, it's not bad. It's not broken. It's just trying to keep you safe. And if you've gone through some things that, you know, have left you feeling a bit traumatized or vulnerable or threatened, like your brain's going to be trying to keep you safe from anything like that, even if it's perceiving exciting and good things as threats. And also forgiving others is such a powerful piece because that's something that I talk about so often with my clients of like, it's not about the other person or the situation or anything else when you're practicing forgiveness. It's for you. Like it's setting it yourself free. For you. And when yeah, you that, that's, like, yeah. and now I live free. I'm like, oh, that's the whole point. That's the literal yeah. whole point. Like it's yeah, because it's doing nothing to the other person for you to hold that resentment. You know, like you're In the fact, one, as you said, I tied to the pole. <laughs> yeah, like I recommend that you do it for you solely, right? Like it's a great benefit if it positively impacts the other people or person involved, but really you should solely be doing it for yourself because that's the only thing you actually have control over. And Mm -hmm. I originally tried to do this forgiveness process thinking, Oh, then my dad will change. And all I was, and it wasn't pure forgiveness. It was let's try fix this and, and help him. And it never worked. And then I'd go back to feeling really angry again. But then what was different was when I, forgave him not for him but for me so I can finally let go and move on with this that's when you know that was the real game changer and again forgiveness doesn't mean okay tolerate behaviors have toxic people in your life that's not what it's about it's just about letting go of what happened so that you can move forwards right Mm -hmm. that's such an important piece because I think that can be the thing is we're like well I don't want to forgive because that means I have to go through it again it's like no and we're not accepting behaviors we're not accepting any of that like not at all but like the forgiveness doesn't mean uh, it's I heard it articulated in such a beautiful way it's like it's not forgive and forget it's like you forgive you don't have to forget and you can hold that person to the standard that you have now but like it's not you're forgiving and completely forgetting and Mm -hmm. letting them get away with everything 100 so I just wanted to yeah commend you on how incredible it is to provide that integrity and and just those notes of like it's not your fault you know forgiveness isn't about other people Because I feel like there's a lot of, um, it's almost like toxic positivity in the mindset space of like, like I said before, of just like, it's fine, get over it, like heal, do this and you'll be completely healed. And it's not taking into account like people's trauma and people's privilege and lived experiences. So yeah, really grateful for you for sharing in that way because it's so, so important. been talking about your business and what you do for your clients I want to know how you support your clients what you currently have available and just like how people can work with you because I'm sure there'll be so many people listening to this are going to be like crap I want that for me too 
what is working, what does working with you look like and what do you have for your clients or potential clients? Yeah, thank you so much for this opportunity. I really appreciate it. Um, Yeah, there's a couple of ways to work with me. So if you're not a business owner and you just, you've really resonated with this healing work around forgiveness, release of beliefs and emotions and really working out what your purpose is even, um, I do have a self-paced online course called Reset and Rise, um, which absolutely was such a game changer. And that's why I've kept it because, um, you know, before I became a business coach, that was what I was doing. And just transform so many women's lives. Um, But if you are a new coach or you want to become a coach or you just haven't quite hit the consistent 10K months mark, then the Rising Coaches Mastermind is definitely where I support my clients with all things psychology, strategy and energy um, to get to that point. So I'm all about supporting them to create an aligned, profitable marketing strategy where it's it's simple, it feels good, uh, makes you money and allows you to really help people. So yeah, they're probably the two best ways. Amazing. So if you're a business babe, you've got an offer. If you <laughs> don't have a business, there's an option for you too, which I love because I think yeah, there's a few people that maybe don't have a business or are curious but not quite ready to take that leap. So, so exciting. And if you don't follow Sophia already, you're missing out because her page is a freaking vibe and um, so much value over there. So you can find you can be found on Instagram. Is there anywhere else we can find you or connect with you? Yeah, Instagram is Sophia Rose Bernardi. And then definitely come check out my podcast because I'm interviewing the beautiful Jess. And um, (laughs) we're going to be talking about some pretty epic things over there. So my podcast is Rising Coaches with Sophia Bernardi. And yeah, I have a lot of my friends that are not business owners. And every week when I upload an episode, they're like, oh my God, that was amazing, blah, blah, blah. So my point is, is again, if you're not a business owner, the mindset and energetics piece that I really talk into quite often and, and come back to is, you know, um, like we've been saying throughout this entire episode, like it applies to all areas of life. So mm. feel free to come hang there if you just want to kind of take any area of your life to the next level, really. Amazing. And it's all connected. Mindset and energetics. Absolutely. Even even the strategy stuff can help in every cool. sense. Yeah. I really believe like the the energy is the strategy, right? Like if when you're 100%. tapped into that energy, mm-hmm. that's what's going to support you to actually realize what you want to do and how you want to do it. So beautiful. Well, thank you so much for being here. It's been so fun and I just feel so lit up after this conversation I'm sure everyone listening also is um is there anything else you want to leave us with is there anything else parting wisdom or whatever floor is yours just just go all in whatever it is like business life relationships go all in like never give up find the right support around you to be able to go all in. Um, That's probably, I know it's so basic, but honestly, that's such a game changer for me. Like I used to like half do things and I'm just like done with that. And Mm. it's when you go all in that you can experience true fulfillment and extraordinary results. Amazing. Go all in everyone. (laughs) Well, thank you again, my love. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you. 
I hope you loved this week's episode of Embolden. If you did, I would be so grateful if you would like, rate, review, and share this podcast so we can embolden even more women to harness their inner magic and power. Don't forget to tag me at Jess underscore Carreri on Instagram when you share. Thank you so much for being here, my love, and I will see you next time for another episode of Embolden the Podcast.